Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. Covering the Orioles the only way we know how as fans. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Today on the show, Matt Wieters signs with the Nats. The Orioles have a battle for their extra outfield position. And what should baseball do to make all these snowflake millennials happy? All that and more on this edition of Section 336. Section 336. Section 336. Section 336. It's the new Baltimore Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your dearly stuttering host, Matt Sroka. And today we're back, and the zany one is back, joined by the zany one, Burt Rohde. Welcome I'm back. back. I'm back. Boo. Back in studio. Boo. I heard all the 336ers loved the uh, guest host last week. Adam Pohl did a great job, but sorry, I'm back. Yeah, I was talking to, to Adam Pohl outside after we walked out of here yeah and i said i was we were talking about you know the the the, the show and i said we used to have a segment called Bert story time yeah a long long I, time I, ago. I think we need to have a new segment called adam pole's story time because he had a ton of great stories he, he did he was great we're also joined by the button lover josh roca uh, how's it going guys you you guys catch today's first televised oriole game of 2017 i did i t-boed I T-voted at 1 yeah, o'clock. I watched too. it. I'm also T-voting the 7 o'clock showing and the 11 o'clock showing, and I'll be watching those both as well. Well, that's simply because you don't know how to use your T-vo. 
He's like watching film. And I feel like it's a freaking holiday around here. We've got the first Major League Spring training game that's televised. And we also have the Zany one in studio. And at the same time, simultaneously, the intern in studio as well. Hey, intern. Hey, what's up? What a, what a day. It's a, it's a full house in the 336 studio. Oh, no. Intern, see, intern gets here. First thing he does is sit down and goes, guess what's going on at my house? Everyone's got the flu. Ooh. Oh so I kind of feel like maybe this was the week the intern should have stayed home. Everybody at my house just got over the flu. Oh, you guys and your kids and your flus. Get, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's coming. I know. I needed to fly the coop. <laughs> I see what he did there. <laughs> he flew the coop. Yeah, yeah. I really need a boo button on here. <laughs> hey, um, I just want to talk about this for a second before we really get into, in, into the show. Let's do it. Um, I was coming over here listening to, I think it's uh, Gary Pullman or something. Gary Pullman on 105.7. Uh, but anyway, I was listening to, to his, 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 his show, um, and it reminded me, we are, we are the next generation of Baltimore Sports Talk. We're always on the freaking cutting edge. Yes. Right. Whether that's making, uh, back in the day, making uh, YouTube videos. You're saying someone stole a bit of ours again? Yeah, wait for it. Oh, man. Back in the day with our YouTube videos, which, by the way, that for new listeners, you got to go check out the Section 336 video site. Um, our... My personal favorite is, I think, the why not is probably the best thing we've ever done here. The, 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 the mystery science theater. I'm pretty sure that's why what. Not? I'm pretty sure that's what prompted Netflix to bring back mystery science theater. Uh, yeah, that's it's probably because people are copying us all day. No, and some of our videos, like the the uh, race at Camden Yards on Utah Street, I believe yeah. that's what prompted these other sites like Barstool and stuff to start getting into the video game. Absolutely, we, we were there first. Absolutely. And then we got this, uh, we got a new thing where you can support the show on Patreon. You can go to section336.com, click on support, yeah. and support Is that what Patreon. they were doing on 1057? No, but you can tell, you know that's coming with the other that's podcast. That's coming, that's coming. Because we do it first and everybody else does it. Great, great note from one of our listeners this week on Patreon. Yeah. I'll, I'll just name by the end of the show. We got to thank him. He did. All right. Appreciate that. The but but the, the but the thing that we're doing, and we're always innovative, we're always kind of the next step ahead, is... Um, the second Facebook Live came out, we were doing it. Now Gary Pullman on One Five Seven was was doing Facebook Live. He was all excited about doing Facebook Live. We've been doing it for months now. But see, I saw this press uh, press box. But see, press box did it the right way. They came to us and said, "Help us out." <laughs> yeah, I know you had so, part in that, Josh. Yeah, but I, now they're doing Facebook Live. Yeah, but I, I built it for press box. Press box, we sanctioned. Yeah, press box, <laughs> we, gave, we gave permission. All these other yeah. guys doing Facebook Live. We were there way before these commercials saying go on Facebook Live. Yeah, yeah, and whatever. Like, if you want to, if you want to copy us, that's fine. We're like, we're like the Joe Maddens of the game. Like, we do something as coach. Like, we we do something, then all the other coaches mm. will copy Joe Joe Madden. All the 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 managers will copy them. That's what we do. We 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 do something, uh, and then everybody copies us. That's where we're the next generation. That's where we're the best Baltimore sports talk. But whatever, you want to copy us, fine. It makes the game better. I mean. W- w- to, to, to watch a show on Facebook Live, I think, is the way to do it. If you're free on Monday night, you can interact in the chat room. Definitely. You can put it on the background as, uh, as you're doing stuff. We're going to get the whiteboard involved today. I, got, I, got, I, I want to make a list. I'm going to make a list on the whiteboard. That's something you can only see if you're watching it on Facebook Live. So, you know, we're just – I just wanted to mention that we're killing it. So Yeah. What do they say? <laughs> imi- killing it. Imitation is the highest form of flattery? Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of flattery going on out there. Ryan flattery. A lot of Ryan flattery going on out there. Well, Ryan flattery's hurt, so – We'll just, but yeah, a lot of people copying us. You guys gotta get me filled in on what's going on with the spring training games because I I haven't been able to watch anything or listen to anything. All right, what's been going on? We're are we, are we first place of the Grapefruit League yet? Uh the Yankees won today, and you know what? <laughs> yeah, hold on. You know what? My favorite part of face of uh 
of the new of spring training games are? No. Especially this game on the radio and then on Sunday and then Monday's game is the Facebook Oriole fans complaining. The other day, they were complaining because in the ninth inning, we didn't have Zach Britton out there. <laughs> because there was some rookie guy they never heard of. And they were complaining saying, look, Buck did not learn from the playoffs. Surely they can't be serious. No, they are dead serious. Well, but Zach Britton's got that oblique injury. Yeah, he says it's feeling better. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Are you guys concerned at all that we're two and two? You would like to be four and zero. Oh. I does two and two concern you at all? I'd like to be zero oh and thirty in spring training. Oh, what? You don't like to win? I don't. I don't care about spring training. I much prefer. You know what I prefer? That today. Uh, was it Scope hit a dong? Yeah, that I like that. And the and other day, Jones Trumbo had, had a an dong. error. Do you do you like that? I'm fine with Trumbo having an error because he's not going to be in the field. Do you like Oliver Drake that. getting? Uh, Getting beat up out there? Shellacked. I'd rather Oliver Drake get beat up now than next month. Do you like Tanner Scott throwing over the catcher's head half the time? Yikes. Uh, Tanner we, Scott is everything is advertised, by the way. I was watching yeah, him. He's pitch. he's wild thing. He struck out two guys. <laughs> but but everything you didn't know, even the catcher, like, he leaped up on one ball. Like, it's all coming hard fastballs. But the catcher, even the catcher has no idea where that ball's going. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Major League. It's hilarious. It's, it's yeah. uh, uh, whatever the guy's name. What was Charlie Sheen's character? Vaughn. Ricky Vaughn. It's Ricky Vaughn. Vaughn. Yeah. yeah. Well, he had, uh, and this is why he has like 60 strikeouts last season, like 40 innings, but also like 100 walks. Well, right. He's got right. something to do. He's got potential. He's got power. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, maybe they need to get him some glasses. Yeah. But it's just fun. It was fun to watch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the best part is baseball's back. Yeah. Yeah. When we went to spring training the first time three years ago, we caught four games in one weekend, and they won all four. Yeah. But I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. The last two years after that, that we went, we didn't see a single win. I know they lost all three we went to in 2015, and then when we were there last year, 2016, I'm pretty sure they didn't win any you know of the games I, we went to. You know what I saw? I, I don't keep. You track. know what I saw today that I did not see last year. What? Ken Su Kim got a hit today. Hey, there we go. Spring training hit for him. He did. He he he, he looked got, great. He got thrown out at second base. <laughs> I love all the talk though. I love that. Hit. Yanoa has never been throwing this hard in his life. He's got a fast uh, 95. Oh, Ubaldo. Out of Ubaldo. Ubaldo said he's the crispest Buc- he's ever been. Crispus. He's great. Crispest? Yeah. yeah. He's That's never, a word? Well, he's never been this crisp, I think was the exact Brit, <laughs> Brit, Never been Brit this Girari, Who? Try that uh, again? Who, Brit, whatever. <laughs> Brit, it doesn't matter to me because I invited her on our podcast, and she said, you're not sanctioned by MLB. I can only go on official MLB podcasts. Uh oh, that doesn't so, surprise me because she does the Orioles. Yeah, because she does the Orioles podcast. Yeah, uh, but anyway, uh, she put out an article about Yanoa and how Yanoa shines bright as uh, future star potential. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There, there's it's, a lot of stuff. What are you talking there's about? Lot, you saw two stuff. innings. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, and which which I and I enjoy all of it. Who cares? I enjoy all of it. Bring it on. Yeah. Uh, what 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 do we want to get to? I, what, do you want to talk storylines of this spring training? Sure, we're, we're yeah. like two weeks in now. Yeah, so a couple storylines. Like for you guys, I'm watching the outfield situation. For mm-hmm. for for you guys, what what are some of the storylines you guys are watching out for? Um, I, the storylines that keep jumping out to me are the people that are hurt. That yeah. you know, you guys have touched on in the past two episodes when I wasn't here. But Tillman being hurt, JJ Hardy back spasm one day, he's fine the next day. You know, uh, back and forth. Britain uh, apparently has a thing. Uh. You know, some of those stories come out, and I'm already throwing in the towel in 2017 when I hear stories <laughs> like that. Like, give me a break. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, that's the one thing you want to come out healthy. Yeah, I don't care about who hit a dong today. I don't care about who dropped the ball. I don't care if Tanner Scott's throwing it over the catcher's head. As long as they're all coming away healthy at the end of the day and, and can make it to when the games start mattering, right. that's and the storylines I care about. We're still a month out, so get their little nagging things out of the way now. Uh, what what interests me is I think the outfield, and we'll, we got to break down the outfield because the outfield yeah, is a big story. Yeah. yeah, but I think the other thing that's interesting to me is the fifth starter, and and who is that guy? Because especially with Tillman not ready on opening day, we're going to need or uh, a fifth or sixth starter, April or May. Right, well, we used ten so, starters a lot last year. I think right. the average an MLB team uses is nine and a half starters. So you, you're going right. to need uh, so that. more guys. And then the right. other thing I keep looking at is the lineup because we have not, oh, had, not lineup talk we have not <laughs> had we, we have not had a consistent lineup in many years yeah and and i really don't like adam jones in the leadoff position yeah, there's no way he's going to be doing it this year and it still looks like he's going to be doing it this year not in spring training he's been in like with the number two hole yeah 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 we'll see i don't like adam jones in the number two hole all right well, let let's get to this outfield thing because I think this is really interesting. We already know who our starting the, the starters are uh, against a right-handed pitcher, and the majority of pitchers you face are right-handed. Yeah, you're, you're looking at Kim. You're, you're looking at um, um, uh, Seth Smith, and you're looking at Adam Jones, and possibly Mark Trumbo floating out there every now and then. Hopefully, not very often. So the question is, who's going to be that kind of fifth? Outfielder. If you count Trumbull as an outfielder, which technically I think we have to. Right. Who's yeah. going to be that fifth guy? And there's, as I count them, there's six players competing for one job. There's six so, players so competing for one job. Right, because we've got ten outfielders right now in camp. Yeah. Wow. Um, who right. are on the 40-man roster who could make the team, right? Um, right. And I'm, I want to order these by kind of how they rank going in, how I feel they rank going into spring training. And now, even after just one week, we can say, do we need to adjust these? Because we okay. will. Um, All right, so this is your pre-rankings. Pre-rankings. Go, going into, into spring training, who had who had the lead, who, who was the favorite? And you guys can agree or, or, or disagree, um, but I think they go in this, or, this order. I think number one goes Michael Bourne. I think he was the favorite to get the starting, or not the starting, but to, to show up on the, uh, on the roster. Should, really? How can you put someone number one who wasn't there on the first day of camp? Yeah. Well, number I, one should have been Joey Rickard. Well, I would put him at number two only because Joey Rickard has something that Bourne doesn't have, Joe Rickard has options. Uh, yes, but Bourne wasn't on this team when, when camp started. Okay, who cares? Okay. Who cares? All right. Who cares when they got here? And three is Craig Gentry, another um, a free agent sign, another veteran like Bourne. Uh, number four, Anthony Santander. Hey, you think I can spell that? Just sound it, sound it out. Santander. Um, 22-year-old. Yeah, uh, a, a young kid. So right, we we'll get some details later. He's a Rule 5 guy. And right below him, I don't know really how to order the Rule 5 guys, but Santana. <laughs> and then below him, Tavares. Anuri. Tavares. Tavares, yeah. Tavares. Tavares. Who am I? Josh Roger here? <laughs> Tavares. Lombardizzi. <laughs> and uh, number six, I think, in, in uh, dead last, who needs to make us something happen to get in the running here, is Daryl Al- Alvarez. So Alvarez. Uh, Daryl Alvarez. I think each of these guys bring unique things to the table, right? So, like, Michael Borden, 
Good speed, good defensively, a veteran. You know what you get. He was here last year. He's a contributor last year for sure. Yeah, Joey Rickard, he seems to, he did really well lead off. He sees a lot of pitches. He has speed, which his team lacks. K- Craig Gentry is supposed to be the best defensively of these guys. He also has the biggest upside because he's had kind of the biggest years out of all those guys, but injuries have kind of held him back. Santander has youth. He's the youngest of those guys. Santander is only 22 years old, um, and he has a lot of potential power. Last year at, at single A, he had 20 dongs. Uh, Tavares has speed, 20 stolen bases last year. Also a young guy at 24. Um, and he comes from Boston, which I think is a bonus. Anytime you can steal steal away a prospect from a rival like Boston, I think it's a bonus. And Alvarez kind of paid his dues in the system. Daryl Alvarez has been in the system for a long time. And they say he has the greatest arm in the entire system, which he showed off in that one play today in spring training, uh, throwing a bullet to the catcher, making the guy hold up at third base. Yep. Um, so the, 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 those are my Rakens, Born, Rickard, Gentry, Santana, Tavares, Alvarez, and Josh would, would nitpick with me and think, you would think Rickard was the favorite going into spring training, Josh? Is that what you would think? Yeah, I would I would say I'd put Rickard above Bourne simply because uh, Rickard looked like uh, Bourne looked like he wasn't going to be on this team for a while. He is a minor league option, uh, a minor league contract guy. Yeah. So uh, that's the only change I would make. I think that though when you once you sign Bourne, he quickly moves up to one or two. Once, once he's on the team. Okay. Yeah, and, and if you're watching, again, this is why you got to tune in to Facebook Live. we got the list up there. Born, Rickard, Gentry, Santana, Tavares, and Alvarez. Um, but certainly the uh, the other thing about Born is he had an opt-out date of March 27th. Right. So that was the date he could say, you know, now I'm going to go with some other team. So there might have been a little bit of pressure on the Orioles to get him in that opening yes. day roster yes. so he doesn't opt out. Yes, I agree with that. So that's why he's up there. I think Alvarez... Is he still even on the outfield board anymore? The yeah. Orioles really want him to be a pitcher. Yeah. I, I think this is it for him, right? This is maybe even not even this full season. This might be like half a season and then we gonna need to change our approach. See, here. I don't even know I don't even know if he gets assigned to a minor league team. Yeah. If they say if he still refuses to be a pitcher, they might just release him. Yeah. Uh it, yeah, it's possible. I mean he still has that strong arm which you would like and yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see what happens with Alvarez. Um but so, but already just a weekend to spring training, we need to adjust our list, right? Because Michael Bourne, uh, the football injury, right? The the football injury play in during baseball yeah, practice. He says How it, does that work? He says it was a tip. It was a standard uh, training drill, which <laughs> I have never heard of a baseball drill that uses a football. Have we heard Buck talk at all about this injury? Do 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 we know what Buck Showalter said about this injury? I have not seen anything by Buck. Buck. Okay, because I'm probably not saying anything publicly because he doesn't have anything nice to say about it. I, no, I mean th- I heard this was, and I don't know who the reports was. If it was Michael Bourne, but everyone who I heard talk about it said it was a foot. It was a they were doing a baseball drill, like a conditioning drill, uh, using a football for the conditioning drill, which makes sense to me, right? Right. Well, to make running a little more entertaining, just throw a football when they're running. I don't know. <laughs> I get that. If you can dodge a football, you can dodge <laughs> a wrench. They also throw wrenches at each other. So Buck Showalter said after he got through the whole workout, like a lot of them do, they were throwing around the football, and he reached up for it and jammed his finger. Yeah. Uh, I was Not only that, he broke it. Buck said, I was asking Seth Smith if he threw it, because Seth Smith's a former quarterback at Ole Miss. And... Uh, Oh, fun fact. Yeah, and that I mean that's the only comment. Then he starts talking about the flight gate 
and this asking the players why they don't deflate the balls better <laughs> so it doesn't hurt their fingers. Typical Buck. Hilarious. <laughs> he, he, he rambled on to something else. It's interesting that it's so many lefties. I mean, like right there in the top two are Bourne and Rickard. Kim and Seth Smith, both lefties. I mean, Jones and Trumbo are the righties, and then you got to get down to Gentry before you get another righty. The problem is this wasn't during a, a drill, and, and Bourne's the guy who came out and said, stop making fun of me. Stop stop pointing out a football injury. It's a typical drill. I don't know if it's a typical drill or if it's just like how you oh. see clips of baseball players kicking a soccer ball around. Yeah, and they I'm get sure. bored with baseballs and they start playing other. Yeah, things. I don't know like guys. And I, I'm sure the intern will be all over this, so I, I'll probably just let this go. They're calling Rickard a lefty, but whatever. The, Is, isn't he? No, he's a righty. Oh shoot, he's one of those weird ones. I think <laughs> where he. Throws left but hits right. He's one of those. That's what that's what it is. I guess yeah. got confused. He's a weird. He's a weird one. So guy. four weeks from Bourne's injury is March twenty fifth. Right. Which I don't know how the whole opt out works with this. Though. I think if you're the Orioles, you go to Bourne and say, "Hey, you know that opt out you got? You, I think you need to give us another four weeks since you lost four weeks due to injury. Yeah. And you yeah. push that back four weeks. I think that's what you do if you're Buck. You're not putting him on the opening day roster. I think. With only a week of spring training, well, I, I know, and, and Michael Bourne's in a tough position here because it's not like he's just going to go sign with a club a day before opening day starts right. for, with a major league club, right? So I think you send him to Bowie, let him work out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I assume he's still doing all the workouts. You can still run and stuff, right? With the broken finger, yeah, at least yeah. I can. Can baseball players? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can still do all that, uh, that other stuff. So yeah, I, I, I would, I would expect him to not to do some type of rehab assignment or do an extended thing till the end of April or something right. and then make the decision. So the Orioles, that makes them de- their decision a little easier. So Bourne kind of goes off the board, I think, for the at least the opening day roster. I have a question. Yeah. Where's Nolan Reimold? <laughs> Nolan, I heard he's retiring. His brother tweeted out that he is either going to look – he is looking for a team that – will give him an opportunity to make the big leagues or he will be considering retiring. In that case, he will be retiring. Yeah. Because there's not, I guarantee, there's not a team that will... Con- He's not under our control anymore. No. No. And I think... But I think we're only uh, one more injury away until we say, hey, Rymolt. Yeah, seriously. Buck loves Rymolt. No, no, no. All right, so we took off Bourne. We took off Alvarez. Are you okay taking off Alvarez? What if Alvarez has like a freaking hot spring? I mean, he's been in the system the longest. He's kind of paid his dues. I would like to see Alvarez get a get a chance, but but he has no chance. Even like a what if he has Jake Fox like spring training? Still, so? still, I, the Orioles don't want him as an outfielder. I'm kind of surprised they ha- they're not forcing his hand already. Yeah, I think they're trying to. Well, what yeah. happened to uh, Julio Baboon? Baboon. Baboon. Where's that guy? He's one of those veteran free agents. He's probably right, floating so around he's, somewhere. He's not in the organization be, right no, now. No, he's not in the organization right, right now. Um, those are all the outfitters on the 40-man. Like, that's it. On all the 40-man. Right, all right. Uh, well, but unless you throw in a guy like Mancini. First right. baseman who's been working out in the outfield. Technically, the Orioles, on, on the Orioles depth charts. He's the first baseman. No, not even the first baseman. DH. Only DH. That's, <laughs> that's lame. All right, so out of those guys, Rickard, Gentry, Santander, Tavares, who do you guys think – Tavares. Slow Wi-Fi at home. Guess I'm studying at the gym tonight. Uh, that is rough. CBS that Sports. That is rough. Oh, man. CBS Sports started playing an ad like five minutes after oh, I pulled man. up the site. 
for the map. We call ourselves the next generation. We can't even stop asking uh-huh. going showing up on our show. Hey, uh, hey, uh, That's uh, free advertising yeah. for hey, AT&T. Hey, 1057, start running random ads <laughs> in the middle of your crap. It's a cool thing to do. It's a cool thing to do. Everybody's doing yeah. it. Um, out of those guys, it would be like the Orioles to keep a Rule 5 guy, even though we would all, I think, concede that Rickard's probably better than Santana or Tavares. But it would yes. be like the Orioles to take a Rule 5 guy. Sure. I And the Rickard having options hurts him. Yep. If he doesn't, unless he has a such a hot spring like last year, where he forces his that the Buck Orioles says up. we're going to be a lot better with him on the team. Yeah, right. So that kind of that kind of puts Rickard, even though we have him at the top, you kind of got to move Rickard to the bottom because of options. Yeah. Um, well, what about Gentry? I don't Craig know. Craig Gentry. I don't know much about Gentry. Well, he, here here's he's what a veteran. Yeah, and he's been hurt. And so for Craig Gentry, this is like. I feel like for Craig Gentry, this is him going back to square one and saying, I need to prove myself that I can still play in this league and still play in a high level after being cut from the Angels, after being... Um, the Angels? I thought he was in Oakland. No, he was with the uh, um, Anaheim Angels. Anaheim Angels last year for 14 games. Yeah, but only 14 games because of injuries. Yeah. So I feel like he is very much a project. And I would be shocked. I would be shocked if he makes the opening day roster. So you think he's a guy who he's been he in the game a while. He needs to prove himself. He wants to prove himself yeah. that he can still play. And if and if you go two months in in, in AAA and he's hitting the, ter- the, the the cover off the ball, he's a he's a guy that can add a lot to your team defensively, um, a lot to your team with speed. Uh, but he has to prove that he can still hit and still play in this game with all those injuries. How fast can he be? He's a thirty-three-year-old white guy. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but but <laughs> look at our team. The I know I remember he's was always a big like sabermetrics guy. Yeah. Like outfield sabermetrics. He, he his career is an eight point nine war. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um. So, so I would move Gentry down even below record to be honest, but down with record, which leaves we just did a little quick here math guys, which leaves two guys left, the two rule five guys, Santana Tavares, and I think. With all the stuff we talked about, with Gentry trying to reprove re- himself, uh, prove himself with Bourne's injury, with Rickard having the AAA options, I think this is on a platter for Santander or Tavares to grab it and run with it. Well, I think, I think what it, yeah, sure, and that's what, and technically that's what Rickard did last year, is there was an opportunity. Yep. he ran with it. Yep. and I think we're looking at the same situation that whichever one of these guys, it's all gonna be. It's all. It's all going to be Kim. It's all going to be platooning with Kim. Oh, but no, pl- I think platooning with Smith. You think Kim is the everyday guy? I do. I do. But Smith won't be. So I think Smith will platoon, and I think they're going to try Kim. See if Kim can hit everybody. If he can't, they'll have to adjust. Um, but you might get a a. I don't really want this, but you might get a Trumbo platoon with Smith, and uh, and then whoever it is, right? If Santander Ki- with Kim. Right. If Kim. Can't hit lefties is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, but uh, but I think they're gonna try it. Hopefully, Kim can hit lefties, and then there'll be a Smith platoon. I think it's a pretty big storyline if year two after this after a year of adjustments, if Kim can still not hit lefties, that's a p- pretty big problem. Uh, yeah, I mean, but Seth Smith can't either, and he's been in this league and had a good career for a long time. True, true. Right. So you yep. get yeah. Santander's a switch hitter. He is. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> but again, I, mean, I don't know anything about his splits. I mean, because he's a rule five guy. He's, the highest level he's played in is single A. Yeah. Yeah. So how much can, can can you know about a guy when the highest uh, level he's played at is? What was the highest Rickard played before last year? Triple A. I believe. Oh. 
Yeah, yeah, I think double A at least. It was, it was probably double A. Yeah. Remember they always. But Jason Garcia, the year before that, was a single A guy. Right. Remember That's they true. say the single to double A is the is the biggest jump, right? Yeah. And double to majors isn't that big, comp- or triple to majors. And I, I don't know if it's affected on thing, but Bert mentioned it before. To Tavares is a lefty. So can you really platoon a lefty with a lefty? I don't know how that works. I think we got enough lefty outfielders. Yeah. So does that give, no, in- including Joey Rickard? <laughs> just kidding. He throws. He throws left. Yeah, and Tavares is is the switch. I'm just looking at his, his page right now, based by reference. Tavares bats left and throws right. What's with these guys? Just pick pick a side. Well, because <laughs> if you can do anything left-handed, you have the advantage in baseball. So so people are adjusting and trying to. If they anything they can do left, they're trying to do left. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be an interesting, uh, an interesting thing to watch. I mean, Tavares adds the speed, and I do love taking a prize from, from Boston. Santander seems to have the bigger upside, but he's twenty two. He's young, yeah, and haven't hasn't played above single A. Um, so I think either of those guys, Santander to t- Tavares, if they're on your team, it's not going to be like Rickard where he played a bunch at the beginning of the season. I think th- these are bench warmers. Um, Tavares, you can at least bring him in the game for maybe defensive replacement or for pinch running. But I, I don't see either of these being major contributors. Uh, but both of them can't come, right? You can't have two Rule 5 guys. No, you can't. That would yeah. be insanity. It ties up the roster too much. So I think it's going to be – this is – boys and girls, this is the race to watch in spring training. Santander versus Tavares. For that extra bench spot. For that extra bench spot. Um, and once you once you make it, it's, it's really hard to lose your Rule 5 job. You might be injured yeah. mysteriously and go to Sarasota for three months. Yeah, yeah. But it's really hard for to, for you to lose your Rule Five spot. Now, what happens? How does this affect them with some injuries in the infield? I mean, it, with we've we've seen some injuries with Hardy. If we've got another injury issue and you got and you got to hold an, another infielder besides Flaherty. Yeah. Do things get interesting? I guess so. But, I mean, that's when the, the DL, you use the, the DL spot, right? Or is, or is that where suddenly your DH can play anywhere on the field? What's going on with Flaherty? You mentioned he hurt, he's hurt now, too? Uh, yeah, yeah I think it's just something minor. Had a thing? Yeah, minor. Every, every, did, uh, everyone's got something minor coming in. Did Robert Andino push him down the flight of steps? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I forgot he's on the team. <laughs> forgot about Andino. So, it's interesting, but... Yeah, it's going to be certainly like when you're watching the game. Pay close attention to that outfield race. We should, we should, we should go to Sarasota and see some of these hey games in person. Do you know who's, who's pissed that we're not in Sarasota right now? Who's that? Adam. Adam Schetzel. Oh, I miss Schetzel. Yeah, Schetzel's not happy with us either. Um, he was really looking yeah. forward to it. We'll be back there next year. Well, we're we're on his bad side. Tell him to stop going to Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> Personal form of protest. That's <laughs> right. You can join us with that. Hey, just like I don't shop at Nordstrom anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, man. I, I'd, I'd never shop at Nordstrom to begin with, but... <laughs> put your money where your politics are. I like it. Yeah, why not? Uh, speaking of Rule 5 guys, though, and this is makes you wonder, like, what's the point? Why are we even discussing Santana Tavares? Jason Garcia, we like the guy. He's been on the show before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good but guy. But he, he, hasn't, he hasn't done really anything in the minors. Nope. He hasn't. He's not a high prospect in the minors, which is strange because he did okay. Yeah, we in thought the, in the bullpen, we thought this could be so, something. He showed a little bit of potential. But sure. last year had a bad year in the minors. Now we see T.J. McFarland, another former World Cup guy, completely released. Oh, yeah, wow. he's gone. He, he gone. gone. And so I mean, he was. And wasn't a lefty. He, wasn't he DFA'd first? 
Yeah. And like no one signed them. And he cleared waivers. So they could have put them somewhere. And then we just released them. Yeah. yeah. We completely released them. Um, so you start to question, all right, these Rule 5 guys, is it really worth holding up a roster spot if they don't really end up even contributing to your team? Right. And we use the case for clarity. He's cheap. They're gonna keep. They're gonna keep one unless, again, if Rickard, if Gentry, if Bourne, if these guys are contributing to your team and making your team better, then you get rid of the Rule Five guys. But as you said, again, like every year, there's a great opportunity for a Rule Five guy on the Orioles. Yeah, it's yeah. their mo. Yeah. Speaking of guys who were released, we also put Christian Walker. I really didn't understand this move. Yeah. What happened with that? Yeah. What happened with this, Josh? Mm-hmm. So we have Christian Walker, who's still a pretty young kid. Well, he, he was not released. He was DFA'd. He was DFA'd. But why? Why? He, he's 25 years old. In, in the minors, he, he's put up some monster years. Because he has shown he has shown no uh, ability to, to play the outfield. How about this? In 2014, he hit 26 dongs at the age of 23 in Dublin right. AAA. What has, he, we've given him opportunities in the big leagues. What has he done? We we have moved on because we have a new Christian Walker now. The past two years, he had 18 dongs each year. Yeah. He can hit dongs. Great. We've got Trey Mancini. Same type of guy. Same positions. But it's not like Same Christian- type of guy. Uh, tr- Christian Walker, we bring him up to the big leagues. We've brought him up to the big leagues multiple times a- in multiple years, and he's done nothing. He's 25. It's not like he's 30. I, I, I think we, we've moved on. He's the first baseman. We've got first baseman. Yeah, he's the first baseman who can play right field. He's he's, he's a trumbo. Um, who else would you have DFA'd? You had to DFA someone. I have to look at the. I would have to look at the forty man more closely. Um, do you think he deserves to stay on over a guy like Daryl Alvarez? I don't think Christian Walker is a big league player. I, but you're right, Daryl Alvarez should have been cut. At least he's like 28. Right, right. Alvarez is right. older. Yeah, Alvarez. I, mean, I feel like at 25, you're still kind of a prospect. They should have had to sit down with Daryl Alvarez and said, "All right, here's the deal." You're either a pitcher starting tomorrow or, or we're going to DFA you. That's the conversation they should have had. I don't know. I don't understand how they choose and why they choose certain people to DFA because clearly you try to DFA someone who you think no one else will want and then I, you can I, put in your yeah, team. Yeah, I guess unless it's like TJ McFarland. And someone that, right, or someone that you're like, it's no big deal if someone else gets them. So I think they've been fed up that Christian Walker can't perform at the big league level. He can't take that step. We've given him opportunities. Not to mention that he's blocked by Chris Davis and Mark Trumbo. Well, yeah, you've got Davis, Trumbo, and then you've got Mancini. And don't we have another first baseman down in the minors? There might be one or two. Uh, According to this uh, blog on SB Nation with a Braves writer, the Braves seem to think he has a shot of making their big league roster. Yeah, well, the Braves are a joke franchise right now. They're <laughs> an absolute joke. They're an embarrassment to baseball. There, there's a team. Well, they don't have to win. They've got a brand new stadium opening. That gives them at least oh, five, six years. Even that's a joke because they just built a new stadium, what, like last year. Now they're opening up a brand new stadium. And the Falcons it's, are getting a, a new a stadium. Well, well to, to, to be honest, their first stadium, uh, no one in Atlanta had to pay for. The government paid for it. The U.S. government because it was an Olympic stadium. Oh, it's always the government. So we all paid for that, that stadium. And they had no choice. They were forced to play there. So have you ever been to uh, the old Braves Stadium? No. no. It sucks. I, I saw a game there years ago when it was apparently nice. Who's it gonna, wasn't. Who's going to get when, – uh, when does that – does that open up this year? Yeah, this year uh, Atlanta has a new baseball stadium and a new football stadium this year. Have they already announced when the All-Star will be and, at that stadium? 
and they also and not too far away they got that that military base stadium last year. Yeah. So yeah, they love building stadiums. Down Atlanta is an up and coming place to be. I'm just saying the commission should find them like draft picks for sucking so bad because they should at least try to win. That whole franchise is a joke. Brent Braves. Christian Walker could probably be their leading guy in home runs. No, they got that Freeman character. He'll probably be second Freddie home runs Freeman. after Freeman. What a joke franchise the Braves are. Give me a break. Why is Gabrielle Yanoa one of the listed as one of the Orioles' top prospects by MLB.com? I know that's pretty bad, right? It's, yeah, it's horrible. That says something about the prospect. When you can, you can, you got him just for cash, straight cash. Yeah, we homes. trade him for cash, straight and cash our, homes, and he's one of our top prospects. They've got him listed number five. Yeah, see, that's how bad our our Free prospects cash. are. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. All right, um, Josh, I know you have some thoughts on this uh, pace of gameplay, so I want to get, I want to move oh, here. Well, yeah, I, I mean that news happened what Wednesday, I think after after we did our show where the they intentional got, walk. They yeah. got rid of the intentional walk. Which is strange because it's it's part of baseball, and I know they had a whole issue where the players' association wouldn't approve other things like baseball wants to limit the amount of mound visits in an in an in, 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 in yeah. which I have no problem with that. That doesn't affect the the game. Hey, Josh, before we go any further in this discussion, I think one of the things that's come out of this is a, a real debate on whether there is a problem with baseball, whether baseball is too slow, or whether we're okay with where baseball is at. You you are a millennial. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. A couple years removed. Sure. Uh, yeah. You, uh, you want to know my feelings? I do you think see, baseball is okay as it is, or do you think baseball needs to do something? I think baseball. I think you. I think everyone is looking at this the wrong way. Okay. I, I, media wants to turn this as in baseball is trying to speed up the game. Uh-huh. Baseball is not trying to speed up the it's game. Fake news. I agree. It's fake news. I agree. It's fake news. What are they trying to do? They are trying to get rid of of the little dead spots. It's the pace of the game. The pace of the game. I yeah. It's all about pace. I yeah. agree. And and nobody cares that it's three hours. Uh, I do a little bit. All right, fine. A little bit. But football goes like three and a half, four hours sometimes. Yes, I'd like to get rid of some commercial breaks. But what I really want to get rid of is I will speed up is the pace. And, yeah. I, and I don't think intentional walk is how you clean up the pace. Because there's not many of those a year. Once a year, we do see someone screw up the intentional walk. Oh, like once every five years. Like, that never happens. Miguel Gonzalez did it like two years ago. Yeah, and when, who's done it since? And it's, who cares? I think that's the stupid part of the game anyway. Who yeah. cares? But, but it never no, happens. Here's the stupid part. Here's how you fix it. What's the slowest... When you are at the stadium, what is the slowest, deadest part of the game? A pitching change mid-inning. No, that's not because they do things on the screens and try to give you something. But yes, if they bring back the cars to drive the pitchers in, that'll help. <laughs> when when CC Sabathia is making a slow walk around the mound as he gets ready to hop back on the mound again, thirty seconds after he received the ball from the catcher. Yes, but that but that they kind of addressed with uh, the clock. They didn't address the pace. Not really. Well, they addressed it a little bit with the with the time in between innings. They addressed. They didn't address it with the pitchers, but they did address it with David Ortiz and stepping out of the box where you got to keep the one foot. But in. didn't really enforce it. They so, did not enforce it. Yeah, yeah. but. There's an, but that's not where I'm going. I think the interns. There's one you. thing where when this thing happens in the ball game, every single person in the stadium pulls out their smartphone. I disagree with you, but intern, go ahead. What is it? Replays? Yeah, it's the replay system. I think the replay system's fine. No, the replay system's screwed up. It takes too long. I don't think it does. They call to New York. What do they have to do? Do they have to tell New York what channel to turn the TV on and what play to watch? When they, By the time they call to New York, 
the, the lady has to come out with the double headsets and hook them up, and then they stand there. They're not watching to make the call. They're waiting to be told what the call is. New York should be on top of that. New York should know as soon as the the manager is thinking about challenging, New York should be on top of that. New York should be looking at that so that when they grab the headset, they say, safe out, take them off, you're done. Or how about a guy in the stadium? A guy in the stadium would be even better. There's got yeah. I like replay, but it's definitely too no, long. You want it's definitely re- too long. I want replay. It should. It, there's no reason it takes that there's long. There's no reason that we all... Remember, when you're at the stadium, they can't show the replay on the Jumbotron because you don't want to show up the ump. So we all go on to Twitter to find out what people watching at home uh, think. And to see... And but some, isn't that sometimes, fun debating that? Isn't that fun, that dead time to, to that's debate fine. and have discussions? Yeah, we've made the best of it. But sometimes... The replay takes so long that I can go on my phone and find the video and watch it myself <laughs> sitting in my chair before the umpires call, know whether it's safe or and make the decision. And you can make the call, yeah. It, that is so ridiculous and something that doesn't affect the play the play on the game. That deal with that before you try to take away and affect things where there's actually action. But do you think that has a significant impact on pace of play? Because there's not yeah. that many reviews. And it, more, it has a more of an impact on pace of play than intentional walks. Well, people are making a deal about intentional walks. I don't think even I don't I don't think Rob Manfred even cares about intentional walks. No, but it's not about that. Has, the intentional walk rule has nothing to do with intentional walks. No, but but you can you you're you're gonna you're sitting there and you're doing the intentional walk because that's the one the players agreed to. Yes, this is saying, hey players, right? We're I'm gonna serious something. about this, right? Even if it's something stupid and dumb, I know it's stupid and dumb, right. But this is my like simple but, to show. I'm serious about this. I'm gonna do something. Yes, but so work with me here. But Rob Manfred, if he wants to be serious, fix the replay system. You don't need baseball. You don't need players approval for that. It's a technology issue. It's a it's a way you do it issue. It's not a it's not a rule change. It's a way you handle it. I would argue too that it screws up the pace of play because if a play is getting challenged, more often than not, it's being challenged because it it's a big play, it's a potential yeah. scoring play, it's a it's a mid rally play, and all of a sudden we the stadium is jumping. We just scored a run. We just tied the game. Whatever, and then. Five minutes sometimes dead time, yeah. of dead time when like we are pumped and ready to go, and then we got to build up that momentum back up. I I think it, it's definitely a rally killer. It's dead time, and then when it's sh- I I would your pitcher. I'm not as passionate with Josh as but is it? But of like your your wrap it up, man. How annoying is it when your pitcher has to sit up there and throw pitches to yeah. keep his arm loose while the umps are are staring at each other with like. Headphones on. They're and, not. And why does it have to? On. Why does the call get to go to New York every time? Why can't it go to like Cleveland? Right. For Bias, the, fake news. Yeah. <laughs> right. For, forget this arguing for the All Star game. I want the replay booth. I want to see how many replay challenges New York teams won last year. Well, if you want to make it, <laughs> but see, New York is fast paced. You want to slow replay down? Send it to Oklahoma. It'll be there. I'll be all <laughs> yes. day before you. That's true. Attention. If I don't get any faster than New York. Is there, have they, has Major League Baseball done like a behind the scenes of their replay studio? No, it's like top like, secret. Like, is it just like Joe Torre's house where he happens to have MLB Network? Yeah. He has the, whatever the Sunday Hold ticket on. version Let of Let me rewind my TiVo. Extra innings. Right. <laughs> I think half of our replays takes so long because Joe Torre goes to the wrong Masson. Do you know how long games were in 1945? <laughs> I wasn't Nobody around that cares. <laughs> Nobody, know. there were no commercials. Two hours, 38 minutes. Two hours and one minute. Yeah, there were also oh, no black wow. people playing. Last so year. you trying to say something? Last year was three hours. I want to say a couple. I want to say a couple things about this. 
first of all, today's spring training game. I, I watched today's spring training game. I was doing a couple <laughs> of that stuff, doing show notes for the show, getting ready for the show as I watched the game. That game, I fast forward through commercials because yep. I devoted it. That game was entertaining. Mm-hmm. The pace of play in that game was excellent. Do you do you know how long that game is? I timed it. I timed the game. How long? Two hours and 14 minutes. You know how long it took me to watch it? Like an hour and 15 minutes. Because my TiVo has a new feature called Quick View where it runs it at a at one and a half times. Okay. And it adjusts the pitch. Okay. Mm-hmm. So everyone just speaks fast. Yeah. Um, but I, I watched... I was happy. And mine was probably about the same time because I fast forward all commercials. Well, yeah, um, I did that too. But but even, even the pace of... I mean, two, two hours and 14 minutes, that, that's a really entertaining, quick game. Sure. Um, I think this has a lot to do with and I wish they, they would get better at is is the the amount of time it takes for a pitcher to throw to throw a baseball. There there's a rule, and this rule has kind of floated around every now and then. Yeah, the that pitch should clock. be twelve seconds. Where the the fastest play, pitcher is actually on our team, Wade Miley, who's at seventeen seconds. That's the fastest. And you have some of these guys who are up to like twenty eight seconds. And I think with no runners on base, when when you get run, runners on base, the intensity oh, goes up. It. Like slow down. I'm okay with that. But with no runs on base, I don't know why you can't make a 20-second clock, have the batter stay in, like, just enforce the rules that are there. And and I think that would do so much because i tell you what I don't like is I don't like 30 seconds between every pitch. Right. That's what's really boring. That's boring and it sucks. And and to, to my opening question, does baseball need to change? I think they absolutely do. The average viewer of Major League Baseball is 55 years old. We're up there with golf. It's us and golf. But, but I don't think it's because of millennials they need to change. Well, I think I, they just need to change because baseball itself has slowed itself well, down. And it's not just a baseball. It's all sports do it. I tell you what. I would not be watching the NFL religiously at all anymore because, to me, the NFL, you want, you want to talk about dead time? Watch an oh. NFL game. There's like five seconds of action, then 40 seconds to, to get the play ready again. Right. Then five seconds. Just so much dead time. The only reason I would still watch NFL today is because a little miracle happened to, to NFL football called fantasy football, and that's the only reason I even watch the NFL football every week is because of fantasy football. I don't, and, watch, and, I don't and, watch college. And even more, uh, in the whatever, daily fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, that's the only reason I'm fully engaged in no, the NFL. No, daily fantasy makes me say, hey, maybe I should check out NASCAR. Yeah, and so I think anything baseball can do, I think baseball has been brilliant with Twitter and the videos. They're the best at it, yes, right? With they are. The videos uh, and, and GIFs and Twitter. They're the best themselves, but they try to shut everyone down. They're a little bit down. Nazi-ish with it, yeah, right? We yeah, a bunch of Nazis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, well, we don't like that. Trump administration. Yes, and Martin Nutt's over there. But but we <laughs> had nothing to do with it, Bert. But thanks for chiming in. Uh we see this with all leagues having to do things to to uh, to innovate to make their team relevant. I mean, I think sure. basketball, in some ways, is the best sport because it's kind of nonstop action. It goes and goes and goes, where these other teams uh, struggle some more. What just fell in the studio? This yeah, camera. You, you knocked over the whiteboard camera when you hit the hit the. Uh, I mean, I think sure. when you hit the thing. Now who's talking? So, so I, I just t- we're not on the whiteboard anymore anyway. Oh, but I, I think to just sit back there and say, oh. Everything's going to be okay. Baseball has always been great. You know, baseball wasn't always three hours long. This is a new right. thing. But, and so I do think it's not, and I'm with you, it's more pace of play than this actual game length. But I'm also with anytime we can be innovative and try to come with rules to make the game more entertaining, we should be all over that. Yeah. We, we shouldn't and, be afraid of change. Right, and it's not a we got to panic because millennials aren't watching. It's a life evolves. If you watch the same TV show every year and they did things the same exact way, you'd get bored and you'd move on. Life yeah. finds a way. You, you, it, as 
Right, and that's why baseball. <laughs> baseball. Didn't that's why Sports Center is redoing their Sports Center because right. Sports Center's got old. It got right. Stale. Right, you need Sports Center at six, right? Yeah, is that the new one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched Sports Center forever. Well, check it out. It's like Entertainment Tonight now with sports stars. I love Entertainment Tonight. Yeah, but still nobody watches. I don't know if that's still on TV. But uh, but yeah, but you're right. Baseball has found ways, like bringing back RBI baseball and doing the the stats. They're doing stuff. I love RBI baseball. I mean, hey, RBI baseball on my iPhone. I still enjoy it. It's great. (laughs) I mean, they're really kind of in a good spot from a lot of positions. They have um, a lot of facial recognition. Like football, I think, always struggles because you can't see their faces. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but baseball, you see their faces. And they have a lot of young stars from a lot of diverse backgrounds, mm-hmm. which I think is very cool in baseball, which you don't get in all the other sports. Yeah. But you're right. It's just it's just innovating and not try to speed up the game, try to not make the game matter for millennials, but just little tweaks each year. To make it more, more entertaining. Yeah. They, they, I'm I mean, down. They they tweak the All Star game. They tweak the home run derby. Yeah, and they sometimes they get it right. Sometimes they get it wrong. Sometimes they need to retweak and retweak. Right, and that, and that's where they have this testing. And they tested the pitch count in the in what the Arizona League, and I think this year they're going to test it in the yeah, minor leagues. I think the Arizona Fall League, right? The yeah. AFL. and yeah. it worked well. Yeah. So you tested it. Bring it to the majors. What about? I don't understand this. Maybe you guys, there's a couple things I don't understand about baseball. Two basic questions I don't understand. Okay. What are they? What's the, the problem? Shift. How come they no, – no, I'm not going to talk about shift. They were doing the shift back in, on Book Powell but, yeah, uh, back in the day. Um, what, uh, why can't they start the games at 6.35 or 6.30? Yeah, I don't know. How come – because if I go to a game at 7, the game doesn't end to 10. I don't get home to my house till midnight. Yeah, I don't, I don't like I that. I don't know why they go with 7. Why can't seven? they just bump it up a half hour? Even you just, might, you even think just you're occasional the, games. You're the only season ticket holder from uh, Eastern Shore that treks all the way up there every – 28 games or well, whatever it no, is. I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch more. They've got, they've got some from like York, Pennsylvania, some in like the Bethesda area. So Dave from Salisbury. Yeah, I mean, I I usually get home about 25 minutes. It's got to be a East Coast, West Coast thing. But, because I, but it's not just a Baltimore thing. I feel like if I lived in York or even Eastern Shore, I'd be like, forget it. I'm not I'm not coming as often as I do. Yeah, like it's a... Uh, there goes your night. I mean, it's uh, you you get home and pass your normal bedtime. Sure, it's your entire evening. Your wife's mad at you because you went and had fun with your friends. Yeah, that doesn't happen with you guys. At at <laughs> in the in the eighth <laughs> inning, you start yawning and yeah. you're like about to fall asleep on your and fall asleep on your on your mango or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I know. I've heard of other teams doing like the. The five o'clock, six o'clock starts for. I like, get like kids you want people families. to get off work. You want, prime, but I feel like you gotta let the downtown rush hour traffic clear out a little bit. But it's not like West Coast people are watching our games anyway. This is, I mean, it's a local thing. Right. I don't. I don't know. It's. It's. But it is. But I don't know. Is it because of when? Uh, I don't know. You because don't you would rush think. Hour, I don't know. Why you would think when the Orioles go to like Oakland, start the game at four o'clock West Coast time, so it's seven hours. I don't. Instead, they still start at 7 there. I don't know. I know the 05s, the 010, the 5 after, 10 after is for, like, national anthems and, and pre- and post-game, pre-game talk. So I understand the five-minute late talk. Yeah, uh, but why not 6.05? Why, why six, exactly. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know All what right. that means. All right. My other basic question. Or why not start singing the national anthem at 6.55 so the game starts at 7? Yeah, I guess you like to start televising things on those round numbers. Well, a lot of times they like to have the national anthem like in the background or show right. a little bit of it. Right. Um, the other thing I don't understand, and this gets spring training, and I know we talk about this every year, but I, I sincerely don't understand. How come we can't watch every spring training game on Masson? <laughs> I don't understand. I agree. Either. 
I don't. Like, what is that deal? What's the deal? Seven games? Yeah, I don't understand. Um, people would watch. Does Madison not want to get money? They're, 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 they're pocketing our money yeah. either way without broadcasting the game. So who? They don't care. I guess they're a bunch of jerks. They're too I busy guess. showing poker games. Is that what? Yeah, they're yeah. it's not like they like they need they need content. No, it's why I always said if content we, costs money. Right. That's I why I, I always said put me in touch with someone from Madison. We can market them a thirty-minute an hour show that that people will watch. Because it makes no sense. They've shown all this replay stuff. I don't know. Yeah, once you figure that out, ask them also why we have to still have a mass in two. Um, oh, yeah. So on the Facebook page, we have some, or in the Facebook live feed, the comment section, we have some uh, some bitter old men here, get off my lawn, um, who are saying, uh, Jacob says, ba- I think baseball is fine as it is. Joe Mooney says, leave baseball alone. No new rules. Jacob agrees, says, yeah, leave baseball alone. They're not really agreeing with us here, boys. Uh, it's just tweaks. It's not rules. Um, uh, Joe says, uh, Joe Mooney says, Bowie starts at 635. Is that true that Bowie starts at 635? See, I like that. That uh, makes sense to me. Do we need to call Adam and say why Why the Orioles keep starting at 7? Yeah, and Joe makes another good point. I mentioned about why can't we watch every spring training game. Why can't we at least listen to every game 157? Why, why is every game not a 157? What I don't understand, well, the answer would be because of the uh, on-air talent, on-radio talent. Can, but what I'm saying is it's spring training games. Give other guys a shot. Well, Let's see the spring training of, of radio now. Hey, I like that. How, I'd listen to that. How about we do this old-school style where we look at the box score when it says, or we look at the game cast, you, you and it says, sing a clock. You want some sound effects? And, and a base at the center field. <laughs> old-school no. style. That's we the, should do that. We uh, should do a spring training game old school style just looking at the game cast and announcing what's going on do they game they game cast all the spring training games mm, I don't know or, or, or are we gonna have yeah to I don't think they do and even when they do they are significantly delayed okay fine uh, yeah. we'll, we'll take it to Twitter we'll take it to Twitter and we'll, we'll, uh, have to we'll go just follow Twitter. Baku Baku yeah, and we'll go over there <laughs> that's it tweets we'll have tweets some every single bitch charge that sounds yeah. like that sounes yeah. fun alright right, we should just would do it for significantly less than Joe Angel or uh, Fred uh, Manfred would charge even, right. even I can't even, even for even cheaper than, than Jim Hunter <laughs> I'm down I'm down find a uh, find a weekend spring training game we'll do it alright Hey, uh, there was a there was a comment in here too. Somebody want to hear our thoughts about Matt Weeders going to with the Nationals? Oh yeah, we didn't get to that yet. Oh, I'm just upset that I'm gonna have to see Matt Weeders every time I turn on the wrong Masson. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the thing that annoys me. It's gonna they're gonna rub it in my face. Yeah, it bothers me. Does, Does it bother it? you guys? It bothers me. Yeah, I, that I, he went to the Nats or that he's not an Oriole. That he went anymore. to the Nats. Both. Yeah, that okay. bothers me. That, I mean, it's better that he's not. He's better than him being a Yankee. That that, yeah. that the contract is really low. Mm-hmm. And that he went to the Nats. I don't really care about the contract. I th- well, I think th- I think that I think that if Scott Boris Scott Boris thought he was going to get a whole lot more money, sure. At this, if the Orioles were told they could have Matt Weeders at this price, I think they would have signed Matt Weeders over uh, Wellington. Yeah, maybe. I, I'm not even concerned about the talent we lost. But I don't like that he's a national. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that we are are significantly worse for not having Matt Weeders. I think SD was an adequate replacement. I just the sentimentality of it all. Of weeders for for weeders, oh, yeah, of yeah. watching him coming through the minors, of 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 just you know he's one of our own. Right, like uh, we're, we're gonna go down, and to, it bothers me. Right, like we're gonna go down to Washington, like we always do for the for one game, cheer on the Orioles, where we have those really nice seats behind home plate. Yeah, that's which is the, if I didn't have those really nice seats behind home plate, I would never go. Exactly, because, yeah. because that's, 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 that's place is a mess. A mess. Yeah. I've missed out. On, I got to get in on that this yeah, year. Oh I, my gosh, I, you I, haven't lived. I've already got the tickets lined up. Come on with us. We're gonna be five feet from Matt Weeders. 
The only problem is he'll be hanging out with Bryce Harper. It's in May. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, I should be able yeah, to Yeah, we'll that. go. All right. But yeah, we only go for those sweet seats. And that those people are very nice to give us those tickets every year. Yeah. So very we'll continue good. to go and uh, I mean, I just leaders. I took one sip of water and they won't let me in the gate. Yeah, there's yeah. gotta be a sealed water but, bottle. You want to sniff my water? And it's but <laughs> but that's why you go with these you go with these seats and yeah. they bring the and water they, and to they give you. you all the water. And you they want say, to "Here you go. Yeah. Anything else I can get for you for sir for free?" Yeah, I was kind of I I was pretty much indifferent and I, and I almost was getting annoyed at the people who were getting like all sentimental about it. Oh really? Yeah, like I it, to me it was like. I was getting the same feeling as when, like, the Ravens cut Todd Heap and everybody, like, cried in their 86 jerseys. Yeah. I'm like... Let's see the difference. Why? Like, he, you know, he wasn't a superstar. Yeah. The, the, yeah, but the problem is the the Weeders was supposed to save this team. Yeah, but he didn't. <laughs> I know, he didn't. He didn't. But remember, he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Yeah, I remember. We had a party to go down and yeah. see him. I, I was watched him. Stri- his like, first hit was like a big, it was like a triple, triple or something. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the opening bout of the game tried to lay down a bunt, and Matt Weeders picked it up and checked him out. I mean, right. yeah, his right. first game, we all bought our World Series tickets for the next 10 years. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, didn't and then, work out. Right. Then Have fun then, in then DC. Remember, the Orioles make the playoffs, and he's hurt. Yeah. He goes, didn't he go, he went and watched the Tigers to scout them for Brooks Showalter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, think I remember thing, a story yeah. like that. So, yeah, he's just, he was an Oriole. So, and, and it is. A, I mean, it's a guy you followed. I mean, he was, right. he, he was here since he was 23 years old. Yeah. Set for seven years. I mean, that's a long right. time with one team. For, like, like, for a baseball player. All the talk, for years we heard talk that. And he'd be the hit. everyday catcher right. for seven years. Mauer with power. For years we heard he'd go to the Braves. And I had no, if he goes to the Braves, no problem. It's the Nationals. See, That's the, the problem. Yeah, I, I don't like it either way. I don't like it either way, and not it's not a performance issue because I don't think we're, we're a lot we're a whole lot worse without him. Yeah, him and Wallace have the same numbers. I, don't know, I get attached. I know Bert. You can stand there and say you just root for the jersey and good for you. I get attached to, to the players. Yeah, I got a Matt Weider's jersey right there. He uh, he'll be their everyday catcher in DC. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He's right. our guy. They're saying uh, Norris is is the guy. Is it Norris? Right, Derek Norris. Derek Norris. Yeah. Uh, they're He's saying the guy they're going to trade. He's right? to be traded. Yeah. yeah. Um. There's a lot of talk how when Matt Wieters was in Georgia Tech, how he also, on the side, he had a little side business of closing out games, of being a closer. Right. So they're talking, okay, can we convert Matt Wieters? Because that's what they really need. <laughs> they, they, they need a bullpen they've and closer They've always had oh. closer yeah, problems. It's just a joke. It's not real, Bert. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> they're just joking. But that's that doesn't solve their problem of needing relief pitching. Yeah. Then, you know what? I'm not looking forward to the, the Masson National commercials featuring Matt Wieters. Yeah. yeah, it's not going to make me mad or angry. It's just kind of bothers me yeah. Matt Weeders right. seven years and in Baltimore <laughs> right and it wouldn't bother me until right can you just Adam see Adam Jones can you just see the Masson Cup commercials yeah right yeah. now exactly oh uh, that, that's all that's gonna he, bother he was me always rub it in my face Matt the, despite his underperformance he was always a class act right yeah yeah always a class act Max Scherzer Natty Bo Natty <laughs> No <laughs> they always have some stupid pun. Right, right, <laughs> right. Not this. Well, it's because they, they they keep trying to bring back like the bonos stuff. <laughs> yeah. for, for, but yeah, bonos. Steven Strasburg. All right, boys. Do we have a time for a real fast? Uh, oh, I'm sorry, intern. You want to chime in here? I was gonna say he turned out to be Matt Weeders, but we were oh we were always wishing he would be Bat Weeders. Bat Weeders. I still need that boo button. You uh, <laughs> would have been a lot funnier if I didn't mess up in the middle. You know what? I could also I find. I, I, ho- I held off on my transition for that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should start leaving that mic off again. No, I like when he talks. 
It's now time for three up and three down. All right, real quick, this is the time we where we say three things we like, three things we don't like. My first up is going to be college basketball. You can't be talking about the Terps. No, the Terps are struggling. I was thinking more of my Liberty Flames. Oh, okay. But but more in general, this this time of year, mm-hmm. right? March is right around the corner. March starts what? Next, uh, two days from now. Wednesday, yeah. Um, which brings along March Madness, which means brings along Championship Week. Mm-hmm. Liberty is the third seed in the Big South Conference. They play uh, on Thursday in the Big South Tournament. Whoever wins that tournament gets to go to the the big tournament, the NCAA to- tournament. And I love here's your your Belmont boys will be playing. I'm sure uh, this is the time for all these small schools to play in their little tournaments. Go Belmont and see, and see who gets to go into the big tournament. And I just I love this time. This is the beginning. This is the beginning of of some of the funnest times, uh, some of the most entertaining time in in all of sports with the college basketball. So I'm, I'm that's my up college basketball. <laughs> That's Not specifically the player Maryland, but just college basketball. My my, okay. up, my up is astronauts because uh, SpaceX today uh, SpaceX today announced that next year they will be sending uh, two like man people on for like a tour up around the moon and back like a tourist. The oh, can I get in on really that? Rich people? Yeah, really rich. Yeah, I assume so because the the rocket apparently will only hold two people or at least two tourists. I don't know. There's probably a third guy um, in there to to fly the fly the ship so we got the most innovative company in the world going yeah. to space just so they can take rich guys around the moon uh, yeah that's yeah, good yeah that's it'll, good it'll be like to, elon musk and to go justin to timberlake yeah. flying around the moon yeah so well, at least somebody gets to do but it. at least it's a start I'll, lo- I'll jump on your up you know you brought up my belmont uh yeah. belmont university alumni belmont bruins basketball first place in the ohio, ohio valley conference you, you boys always run it ovc they're 15 and one in the conference baby their closest competition is ten and six. So what are you looking at? A fourteen seed, maybe if everything goes right. Probably a fifteen seed. The best they've ever done uh, uh, was I think they had a thirteen seed once. Okay, but that's th- better than the. They're best almost a lock to at least make the tournament every year, and then they have yet to ever win a tournament game. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, there's enough for me. I remember the good old days at college. Oh, and I, I, we should have mentioned this, and Jacob brings up a good point uh, before we get to our downs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Wieters, when he comes to Camden Yards, boo or cheer? Cheer. See, he's still Matt Wieters. Uh, yeah, or, sure. Or, or I'm not going to boo him. I or just, just read a ma- or just eat your yeah. mango and don't even yeah. acknowledge him. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you're not going to boo Matt Wieters. I remember when that guy wore our jersey. Yeah, you cheer Matt Wieters. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, not going to boo him. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry, sidetrack. Back to our three downs. Uh, my down is accountants. They're the worst. You don't need them. I did my taxes all by myself. I took a personal. I got my money back. <laughs> you don't need them. You realize you're sitting at the you, table you, with an accountant. You put accountants in charge of the Oscar. They screw it up. <laughs> you don't need accountants. I can't vouch for that. I had nothing to do with the Academy Awards. So I'm going with accountants. Okay, I'm going with the Oscars. Speaking of Oscars, yeah. Um, and before my criticism is not how it ended because this is I understand what they were doing. It's a cool new thing to do. It's like when these high schoolers are are. are are saying are you know what pledging to go to the school? What's the word? With yeah, where you take it out. Verbal yeah, commitment. Yeah, the verbal commitment. Yeah, signing day. Where you, or where you pull, off, signing day. pull off the Florida yeah, State you're jersey. Wearing Florida State jersey. Then you got a Florida underneath. Then you have a Florida Gator shirt yeah, on. Exactly. Then underneath that, you have a Clemson Tigers, and you're really going to Clemson Tigers. Take that. Um, and do they do that now? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Millennials are the worst. Millennials I know, are the worst. <laughs> but it became really popular and it gave them a lot of attention. So now the Academy Awards are doing it. Did you see the guy who the announced his like college from space or whatever? Yeah, or like a big air balloon. Yeah, a it, millennials are the worst. Yeah, they're, 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 they're now worst. trying to outdo each other, just like the prom prosels. Yeah, 
It's now. It's so yeah. Anyway. But, but anyway, I appreciate the Oscars. Uh, the Oscars for their ending that way because that's the only reason anyone's even talking about the Oscars. Yeah. So I think it was a good idea. But that's not my issue with the Oscars. I stayed up till the John Legend song. I think that was around eleven, maybe a little after eleven, watching the Oscars. Then I couldn't stay up any longer because past well past my bedtime. So I TiVo'd the rest. Oh, uh, you got screwed because they, they go forever. Because my TiVo en- ended at 1130 right. and it went on till past midnight. Yeah. Like, you want to talk about speeding up MLB? Can someone talk about speeding up the Oscars? Seriously. Can we have that right. conversation? Right. Because it, ba- it wasn't a bad show. Maybe walk faster. I, I, enjoyed, the I enjoyed a little bit what I watched. Or, um, yeah, it was really good, but it's so or, long. Or started earlier. Yeah. Or, or tell us that it's going to be four hours so the TiVo records the whole thing. Yeah. Don't pretend that you're going to go three hours and go th- four and a half. Yeah. I, I lasted into the or Moana maybe, song. Yeah. And I said all the way to John Legend. I'm mm. pretty proud of myself. Or maybe don't have them walk up. Have the stairs come directly up instead of around the side. So a quicker walk up. Sure. That could shave about three seconds off each walk up. That could add up. And like the thing that happened at the end. on them. It's been done before. Steve Harvey announced the wrong Miss America or yeah, whatever, like six months ago. Yeah, it is. Right. It's like, it's, come on with something original, it's Oscars. It's on the bandwagon a Lame. little bit, which yeah. you don't like to see. <laughs> How but, many times does somebody have to read the wrong name for it to get old? Yeah, yeah, I know. You, yeah, whatever. You're trying to be cute, but you're right. I'm, I'm with you. That's That's play, been played out. Uh, What's your down, Bert? My down goes to uh, the commissioner of Major League Baseball because I think he's oh, the decision maker. Oh, Rob Manfred. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll pull this thing full circle back to baseball. Uh, do you guys know where the All-Star Game is this year? It's uh, not in Camden Yards. Uh, next year, it's in Washington, Miami. It's in Miami this year. In 2018, it's Washington. What about 2019? Pittsburgh. No. Atlanta? No. Uh, not in Camden Yards. Uh, they're still continuing the National League tour, right? No, it's in the American League. It is going back Cleveland? to Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, the same right. place where it was in 1997. But we were before that. Yeah, 93. 93. 93. Is the last time it's been in Baltimore. It's, it's, yeah. So how yeah. can we don't get another turn? So Cleveland gets another turn 20 years later, and we're still waiting for our second turn in 93. And there's stadium, by the way. It's exactly after our stadium. Yeah, right. right. They first. just changed the name. In 97, it was Jacobs Field. Now it's Progressive Field, but it's still the same. They added, they added a few more seats. They did a little bit of stuff. We're, we're like Kenny Yards. Kenny Yards has added way six. more seats than we had in well, 93. No, and and yeah, it's all because of the Masson deal. That's because Manfred hates that's garbage, Orioles man. Because of ma- the math and is that a stuff. is that a commissioner's decision? Yes, it's yeah, it's it, garbage. It, it his death. And uh, the All Star Game has been held in Cleveland five times already in history. This is going to be its sixth time. Baltimore's only host, hosted twice. Yeah, we will never get the All Star Game back in Baltimore. Fifty eight and ninety three. It sounds like we got to start making some. Uh, I just had an idea of making commissioner clown shirts. Yeah, uh, <laughs> fire, fire Manfred. <laughs> Fire <laughs> Manfred, right. I just had this idea. Where, where is the MLB office so we can go do a sit-in? Yeah, let's do it. We're all wear our, our, our clown, our clown Manfred shirts. Yeah. So I mean, it was, just, it was 35 years between the All Star Games in '58 and '93. So we just got to wait another, whatever, 35 years after '93. It's some, uh, something it's for our grandchildren to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. If by the time, by the time Albie is what I was thirteen in '93, so maybe when Albie's thirteen, we'll get the All Star Game back. I would, uh, yeah. Maybe if we ever f- solve, if they ever f- settle on this Masson deal, maybe then uh, we can get a shot at it. Which I don't understand why you can't figure out the Masson deal during the off season. That's uh, that's my down. That, yeah, jerks. All right, let's kick it over to our world's favorite and world's worst intern. Intern, thoughts, corrections, fun facts, analyses. 
So, according to Roto World, Daryl Alvarez is expected to be listed as the number three right fielder. Uh, yeah, that's wrong. Yeah. But uh, number, he could be the number three right fielder. Yeah. And that's below oh, the number, number two right fielder. Yeah, sure. And Joey Rickard's highest league, he played 29 games in the AAA before moving up to the MLB with okay. the Rule 5 draft. So he did play the AAA. Very good. And I wasn't able to fully confirm this, but I do believe that MLB games start at 7 rather than 6.30 because of the nightly news. Is that no, CBS Nightly News? Uh, no, because other other channels start at 7, 6.30 and 6, right? I don't know. Well, and the baseball games aren't on CBS or NBC or right. They're on their own channel. They yeah, but it, it, it goes back to when they were broadcast on the yeah. big three. Except, but, except but no one watches. They weren't on the big three, and no one watches. But I guess you could say because people are watching the big three, and you don't want to start while everyone's watching the big three. But no one's watching the big three anymore. The only thing big three I care about is on This Is Us. I don't even know. Oh, what I that can't even watch that, that reference. I can't. I can't even read the Facebook post about it. I certainly can't watch oh, the show. It's a good show. Oh, talk about millennials crying all the time over yeah. television show. Oh, it's so it's so emotional. I can't even watch it without crying. Also, a quick oh, question. Bunch of snowflakes. I forget how old are you three again? Older than you. I'm thirty. I'm We're on our 30s. thirty-seven. Okay, I'm so thirty-seven. Oh my so gosh! You just missed being a millennial by two years, Matt. I think you 33. might. Yeah, you're the earliest generation of being a millennial. Uh, but we've talked year. this before. I don't. Yeah. I don't. There's, you, you're I, missing. You're missing. There's a small group in between millennials and our generation. Go that back to your safe zone. Something else. We talked about it a few weeks ago. No, but I'm saying like uh, today. I know. We t- we, te- we technically fall on that. I technically fall on that. Yeah. Uh, as far as a years ago. I may have now. cut his mic off. <laughs> That's messed up. Not cool. Kids today now are that are declaring for college. Yeah, you act like I can't cut off multiple mics. I'm covering. I am the only one on microphone right now because the intern is taking over the studios. <laughs> the intern just had three mics. That's a, that's Josh's like night. Josh is, wakes up. Am I am it, I back on? Yes, I am. Josh Next wakes time up you to a cold sweat in the middle of the night of the intern having three mics. But I was just setting up for the bad joke. I was getting prepared. The next time he accuses one of us of being a millennial, that's happening. <laughs> no, but actually, uh, kids that are committing to colleges nowadays are actually no longer considered the millennial generation. They're oh, part- so what's yeah. this generation? Well, that, generation that, Z. That's because oh, boring. That's because if you talk to high schoolers nowadays, they also don't want to be millennials. Yeah, they reject the millennials. Yeah, the millennials are such annoying that you don't. Younger people or older I people know. do not want to be millennials. But could General Z, could Generation Z be worse? Possibly. Oh, definitely. No, there's a big difference. See, Generation Z... Because your kids are Generation Z, right? Yeah, so Generation Z... Yeah, and they're the worst. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, depending on what metric you go on, I, the I, earliest year of Generation Z. What's a metric? I, you're not Generation Z. You're clearly a millennial. Generation, oh! <laughs> generation Z ha, ha, is an interesting generation because they have learned better on how to adapt with technology. Where, where the millennials have been handed everything and handed it. And the other thing you see from Generation Z is you see the parents like us who are determined to make sure that our kids cry when they lose a game and not given a trophy so they don't end up like millennials. I don't know if that's a determination I have. (laughs) Oh, it's a determination. When I beat someone, when I play uh, football with a high schooler and I score a touchdown, I make sure to rub it in their face. There's no trophy for them. Take that, you millennial. You you Generation Z. But you know, Generation Z is where it ends. Right. Actually, Generation Alpha is after Generation Z. See, he's really liking that microphone. I I don't think it's even going to get to the alphas because I wish it was zombies. 
But from what I'm reading, the robots is what we got to worry about. I, oh, I, yeah, I yeah. sent you a new one today. I, I, know, I saw that tweet. It's, it's happening. Did you watch it? It's happening. Did you watch that video? No, I can't, I can't watch that stuff. It oh, that thing's like much. half donkey, half kangaroo. It jumps yeah. up on this table and just starts running. It reproduces cube babies. And they make it seem like it's all cool. Oh, look. The cute little robot can jump on the table. Did you see? Imagine jumping on your face and running all over your face. Huh? Yeah. All right. Because that's what it's really going to do. There was, a, there was a headline today on one of my tech sites that I had it in read, but it was the CEO of Netflix saying that he foresees a future where they are designing programming for for robots to watch, for that's, AI to watch. That's amazing. The, the people making movies geared towards robot entertainment. Yeah. <coughs> uh, As it should be. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we insult uh, millennials. I feel like our listeners... Are millennials and dog lovers, and we managed to piss them off every week. Oh, so I really, <laughs> I really pissed off some yeah. listeners the other yeah. couple weeks yeah, ago with my dog hatred. Yeah, that's hilarious. Let's not go there again. Yep. Oh well, and we want to change baseball. What are you gonna do? All right, boys and girls. Uh, Josh, did you have a Patreon comment to read? Did you want? Do you have that up? Or? Oh, it would be nice. Hey, right. thank you for the nice message you sent us on Patreon. Yeah, I don't have your name in front of me, but you know who you are. Was it Charlie? I think that's the one you sent to us. Yeah, Charlie. Thank you, Charlie. That was a wonderful message. Uh, it's little Charlie notes. Charlie bit my finger. <laughs> little little notes like that, and like it's just like when people find us at the stadium. It's always fun and uh, and makes it kind of special for us to do this little podcast. Yeah. So write us another special special message and go ahead and do it on iTunes. Write us an iTunes reviews. Give us five stars. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Section336 and on Instagram with the same name. Come join us every Monday at 7.30 with the whiteboard on Facebook Live. I promise to be back for the future Mondays. Do you always block out the intern's camera? The intern doesn't have a camera. That's messed up. Yeah. This is it. This used to be his camera. No, there's Isn't another one up there. there? Uh, yeah, yeah. I disconnected the intern's camera because he didn't come. He All stopped right. coming. I was on and I was at work. If he comes next week, we got to hook it back up. No, that was till November. Are we not, no we're not having this discussion on air. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, like us on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter, <laughs> at Section336. You can follow Bert on Twitter. At Bert Brody. You can follow Josh on Twitter. At Josh Soroka. And you can follow the intern on Twitter. At I want to recommend it. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. Section 3. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Download Upside and start getting cash back wherever you roll. It's like having your own hype man. Get an average of 17% cash back at restaurants. Oh, it's dinner time. Average of 13% on groceries. Get those groceries. 10 cents per gallon average cash back on gas. It's go time. Plus, cash back at participating convenience stores too. Stacks on stacks. Users can earn hundreds of dollars a year, three times more than other apps. Upside, show me that money. All right, we get it. Get it. It's easy. Just sign up for the free Upside app and start getting cash back for doing you. Download the free Upside app and use promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. 
Get cash back for doing you with the free app from Upside. 